Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the Wednesday. checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is a Monday, Manic Monday. What a weekend of sport it was indeed. The team is here. Yeah, Alois Bungira, Mike Madwoda, Chris Meadzi, uh, Sean Taferinika, our producer. My name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, the Eagles received a timely boost ahead of the defence of their domestic T20 title at the weekend after they were confirmed champions of the 2022-2023 Logan Cup four-day competition. In international sports news, Pakistan succumbed to a three run defeat to West Indies in a dramatic contest in Paul and that loss secured England a spot in the women's T20 World Cup semi-finals as the competition group competition's group phase is coming to an end and around the world the 60 we have stops in Delhi Buenos Aires uh, California and Salt Lake City. Today is a Monday and we have the Castle Lager World Football Report in the second half of the show where Arsenal defender Alexander Zichenko says that they need to believe till the very end as the Gunners climb back to the top of the Premier League table following a win over Aston Villa. In news out of Spain, Atletico Madrid's Antoine Griezmann says he was pleased to score the winner as his brilliant late goal saw Los Roji Blancos claim a battling win at home to Athletic Club to strengthen their grip on fourth place. And Serie A Inter Milan coach Simeone Inzaghi hailed his team's consistency as the Nerazzurri clinched a home win over Udinese to extend their unbeaten run in the league to four games. The real Mike is back. Not the seemingly <laughs> sexy one. Whatever. So this is the unsexy one. This is the unsexy one. <laughs> Sorry, you, you just lost all, oh, all of your sexy feelings. Oh, Funny is that the men who are calling me sexy though. No, Which men? I think the ladies bunch for one. <laughs> <laughs> Home Front. Local sports news and analysis.
Let's kick off the show with your local sports news roundup, but we will be reading your messages throughout the show. So if you want to send us a message, it's 0731168045 into the studio or on social media at ZFM Sport. If you ever miss a show, you can catch it as a podcast on Apple, Google or Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, just search ZFM Sport and subscribe. Start off with some netball news. Platinum Queens extended their dominance in the Premier Netball League when they won the preseason tournament for the third consecutive year at the Chitung Aquatic Complex on Saturday. The Shishawanya-based side beat Greenfield 25-17 in the final. In athletics news, Zimbabwe's representatives at the World Cross Country Championships in Australia, Blessing Wyson and Olivia Chitate, fo- found the going tough as they missed out on the top 10. Wyson finished on a position of 49 out of 109 athletes that completed the men's 10-kilometer race. Chitate finished on position 65 out of 84 participants in the women's section. Let's finish off with some mixed martial arts news. The country's reigning sportsperson of the year, Temba Gorimbo, suffered a second-round defeat in his debut UFC fight against America's Ashton Fletcher. The Zimbabwean had hoped for a winning debut, but Fletcher managed a second round submission finish, a guillotine choke. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Alright, we start with that cricket news where the Eagles received a timely boost ahead of the defence of their domestic T20 title at the weekend after they were confirmed champions of the 2022-2023 uh, Logan Cup four-day competition. The Eagles completed their eight-match programme and finished with 122 points, a tally that cannot now be overtaken by any other provincial uh, team. The simple mathematics is that even if the second-placed mega-market Mountaineers are to win their last match with all the possible bonus points they can only accrue a total of 121 that's one shy of the total that the eagles have already accrued they've had a, a good run of the, in this competition uh, and so they're looking good value mikey yeah absolutely and uh, i think uh, this is the importance of starting well uh, because the competition has been blighted by rain we all know that uh, there has been rain around for the last uh, four five six weeks sometimes days on end and that's affected a lot of the cricket that's being played in this country uh, and so what they did at the start of the competition is that they uh, managed to notch up three consecutive victories. Uh, that's the, of course, uh, the um, the Eagles. Uh, they managed to beat um, uh, they managed to beat the Southern Rocks. I think by 101 runs. Yeah. They then uh, beat the Rhinos by nine wickets and the Tuskers by an innings and 33 runs. And what I like about those three victories is that they were convincing victories. Though those were big wins for them. Uh, and then they lost their fourth game. Mm. Uh, and then after that, the raid sort of like came in, but they had accrued enough points at that stage to mean that the uh, draws that they received at the end of the competition because the match affected the rain affected games didn't affect their standings at the top so uh, they made everything very easy because of that start that they enjoyed yeah that start uh, certainly working in their favour and the wet weather I mean we're not going to complain about the wet weather but it's very very wet oh, no, we're going to complain <laughs> Tabo Tabo Barry Listen, farmers, we love you. We love you, but we're not farming out here, Narari, okay? We're enough now. Okay. So... 
So is that where wet weather that sort of worked against them because they were all uh, rained off the games that, mm-hmm. that were that were remaining and all drawn. Uh, so Mike makes a, a, a fine point about saying that the start was very, very key. And in truth, this is an Eagles side or franchise that we've known, uh, certainly in the start of franchise cricket in, in, in Zimbabwe, for doing well. But they haven't been doing well for quite a while. Yeah. And so this victory will be a great feather in their cap. Definitely. I think we, we've seen Eagles come along and... I think just the indicator being that they last lifted the Logan Cup in the 2015-2016 season. That's quite a while ago now. And coming into this competition, that really good start that they had boded them well. And now they've managed to win it again. And also, I think when they face um, the Southern Rocks... um, well, the current campaign officially ends with the Southern Rocks facing the Rhinos and Tuskers taking on the Mountaineers. But when you Which take... all dead rubbish, really. Really. So I think for them, the procession basically means that they've managed to improve just as a team. And also, I think it's also very evident when you take a look at their top scorers. No, in fact, let me correct that. Uh, because with respect to the Southern Rocks, Rhinos, Tuskers and Mountaineers, uh, those are placement games. That's yeah. the PC way to Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, uh, just uh, <laughs> playing for uh, where you eventually... Uh, wind up, up yeah, uh, on the standings. I like the fact that Chris has brought into the occasion, of course, some of the uh, top performers. Uh, you take a look at uh, their run scorers, for example. Mm. Uh, what I like about their top performers, if you look at the runs as well as the wicket takers, is that uh, we see experience, but we also see youth. Uh, so they had contributions uh, from the team all round. So we've got names like Craig Irvine, mm. 377 runs uh, with a best of 153. So knock. big performer, mm. very good knock for him, and of course uh, different knocks as well uh, in this campaign Chamuchi Baba as well 242 runs with the best of 149 and then we've got Nick Welsh uh, yeah. who may be an unfamiliar name uh, yeah. to a lot of Zimbabwe cricket fans but he is a Zimbabwean yeah. uh, went out to England uh, to try his luck out there never quite made it yeah. sort of like made it to the second teams of some of the uh, county sides uh, I think Leicestershire was one side uh, and uh, he sort of like averages in first class cricket uh, late 20s 29 uh, 28 there, thereabouts. So he is a decent hand, uh, is Nick Walsh, uh, and uh, he's put his hands up in our local domestic uh, competition. Uh, he had 261 runs uh, with the best of 100. So he is one of the guys that uh, maybe the selectors might be looking at uh, to perhaps bring in uh, some experience uh, into the Zimbabwe cricket setup. Now, whether he's going to be selected eventually, uh, I don't quite know because, like mm. I said, his figures, when you take a look at his first class averages ETC they're not exactly mind blowing so he's not like a Gary Balance who was an obvious pick that Mm. if Gary Balance just sorts out his papers returns to Zimbabwe he's going to walk straight into the side I think with Nick Walsh he's going to have to earn his keep he's going to have to score big and score consistently in our domestic setup in order for him to be considered uh, for selections into the Chevron side. Then you take a look at the wicket takers, Tanaka Jivanga, Tapiwa Mufuza, and of course Wesley Madevere, who we normally uh, would be talking about uh, for his performances with the bat, with the bat but this time um, contributing uh, with the ball in hand. Yeah, and so uh, it, it, it creates a very interesting uh, list of Eagles players that we can look out for, uh, and I think that uh, I think it, it behoves us here on the show, Chris, to, to, to just run through some of those 
those names so that when we start talking about them in Chevron's colours or uh, in the, the Zimbabwe 11 side, uh, we don't have an A side yet, but uh, certainly in that Zimbabwe 11 side, uh, we can start talking about names that have come through the domestic competition yeah. and are now uh, knocking on the door for Chevron selection. So definitely in terms of batsmen, um, Mike already talked about Nick Walsh, I think mm. very, very key player. Um, Tanaka Chivanga as well, but as a bowler. Mm. Um, taking a look at Faraza Kram, another very good bowler, and Tapiwa Mufudza, another very good bowler um, for the Eagles. So when we now talk about those names, I am hoping that there's been at least a little bit of work done on social as well to get us familiar with these Yeah, players. and current standings uh, are look like this. Michelle and Eagles, of course, have won it outright in second. Currently are the Mountaineers, uh, and then the Midwest Rhinos are in third. Uh, in fourth are the Matabellan and Tuskers, and then the Southern Rocks are in fifth. Uh, today, the domestic T20 uh, matches got underway, and your results uh, as matches got underway. Only one match managing to get the, the uh, 20 overs in all of them. The, the other two uh, had to be shortened. Uh, firstly, the Eagles taking on the Tuskers. Uh, that was shortened to 13 overs. Uh, and uh, in their 13 overs, the Eagles scoring 76 for the loss of eight uh, wickets. And then in reply, uh, making very brisk work of that in 10.3 overs, the Tuskers responded with 78 for the loss of just two wickets. So the Tuskers won that match by eight wickets with 15 balls remaining. The Lions were taking on the Mountaineers. That game shortened to 15 overs. In their 15 overs, the Lions scoring 136 for the loss of five wickets. And then the Mountaineers in response, 137 for four. Uh, it took them 14.1 overs, meaning that the Mountaineers won that match by six wickets uh, with five balls remaining. The match that got 20 overs in, in their lot of 20 overs, the Southern Rocks scoring 121 for the loss of nine wickets. And then in response, in just 15 overs, uh, the Midwest Rhinos scoring 122 uh, for the loss of four wickets, meaning that the Rhinos won that match by six wickets with 30 balls remaining too strong for the Southern Rocks. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. So uh, the Women's World Cup is underway in South Africa and it has been an absolute to use the Afrikaans an absolute jaw <laughs> in South Africa and uh, we're going to give you an update as to what's taking place in the Women's T20 World Cup uh, and uh, we'll walk you through that just to keep you up to speed as we do on the show here now Pakistan succumbed to a three-run defeat to the West Indies in a dramatic contest in Paul and that loss secured England a spot in the Women's T20 World Cup semi-finals as the competition's group phase is coming to an end England are unbeaten after three straight wins including a clutch victory over India and they are now guaranteed a spot in the semi-finals. England all-rounder all -rounder, uh, Amy Jones says she is pleased her side is through to the semi-finals especially after beating India. Yeah definitely I think you know having like a real clear um, I guess the way we want to go about it being so positive sort of entertaining and, and trying to inspire people I think is just a real sort of when when there's any sort like in a in a situation like we were like you said there could have been a bit of um, cautiousness I guess but because we've all bought into that it's it just makes it a lot simpler there's not really um, 
you know, it, there's not a lot of doubt, to be honest, um, when you know you've got the backing of, of everyone in the team to sort of go out and stick to your strengths and, and you're still trying to, to entertain and, and, yeah, play the most positive cricket we can and, and put them under pressure at, at all times, I think, is um, just, yeah, definitely simplifies it and it's um, a, a fun way to play cricket. See. Uh, the voice there of Amy Jones, England all-rounder, talking about the fact that it's a great to be in the semi-finals. But us speaking about the fact that uh, they, they go through to the semi-finals courtesy of a result in which they weren't taking part makes it seem like there was squeaky bum or whatever the case may be. But to be honest, England had already done the business. Yeah, they? definitely. Um, three wins out of three, huge net run rate. And that basically placed them on the brink of... Um, qualification. I think they managed to do all of their work and in as much as these results were secured elsewhere, I think when you're taking a look at just the body of work that they were able to put on and also just I think when you're taking a look at look at England, the grooming is very well on display there when you're taking a look at these players and what they've been able to do like she was talking about as a team. Yeah, they'll still want to victory in their last uh, group game because uh, there's this prospect of if they finish top, they can avoid Australia, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Australia, of course, uh, clearly the number one team in the world. Uh, you take a look at uh, the big performers uh, at this World Cup. Uh, you've got uh, Australia invariably uh, at the top of almost uh, every list. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, most runs, uh, Alisa Healy uh, mm. in second place, 146. Uh, uh, she's, of course, a very key member of that team. Uh, Kips Wicket as well, uh, mm. just like her dad used to. Uh, very good uh, behind uh, the wicket and uh, she's been taught very well. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Uh, and uh, if you take a look at the, at the batting statistics, Barry, they're without uh, Talia McGrath who's the number one uh, ranked uh, women's uh, T20 batsman uh, in the world mm. so she's yet to actually put in a, a huge performance, huge performance uh, yeah. and she's due uh, and we'll probably see her come to prominence uh, in the semi-finals and possibly the finals if Australia go as far so the key to get into the final is definitely avoid Australia, Australia at yeah. all costs <laughs> and then try to take it to final if perhaps conditions may work in your favour Winning the toss may work in your favour or you might just have some big performances on your side. Absolutely. Now, just running through those statistics that Mike has given us a hint of uh, most runs uh, in, in the batting stats. Uh, most runs, uh, Simriti Mandana. We spoke about her before the tournament uh, kicked off. She's top run getter uh, with 149. Not far behind, Elisa Healy, as Mike pointed out, with 146. Uh, she's of Australia. And um, Simriti Mandana, of course, of India. Uh, and then in third, uh, Susie Bates of New Zealand on 137. So you've got to think that uh, one of those two is going to be the star turn. Uh, either Simriti Mandana of India uh, or Elisa Healy of uh, Australia. Uh, the highest score innings uh, uh, Muniba Al Ali Siddiqui uh, of uh, Pakistan 102. And then that's followed by in second Simriti Mandana of India with 87. And then the best batting average uh, Arisha Ghosh uh, with 100 with an average of 122 she's of India and then Lisa Healy always there or thereabouts 73 her average uh, the bowling stats uh, Ash Gardner best bowling figures uh, uh, for an innings uh, taking 5 for 12 those figures are ridiculous Chris nice. uh, taking 5 wickets in a T20 mm -hmm. is, is phenomenal great going yeah. anywhere 
and again an Australian player yeah, yeah, so yeah, we know go, they've yeah. definitely got it with both the bat and the ball yeah the ball and the ball in second position uh, Renuka Takur uh, Tak- uh, of India who took five for 15 uh, and then in third Nashra Sundu of Pakistan who took four wickets for just 18 runs the most wickets are taken so far uh, Lia Tahuhu of uh, New Zealand who's taken eight wickets so far uh, followed by Megan Schutt of uh, Australia again with eight wickets and then uh, Sophia Eccleston is in third she's of England with seven wickets taken so far best bowling economy an Australian surprise surprise Grace Harris uh, 2.33 and then in second Sophia Eccleston of England with 4.16 the current standings in group one Australia followed by New Zealand in second those two are in uh, the positions for semi-final berth in group two uh, England and India are sitting at the top of those groups knocking on the door in group one is Sri Lanka and uh, knocking on the door in uh, group two is the West Indies South Africa will be a little disappointed with their uh, showing in this tournament they're not completely out of it but uh, certainly they would have hoped to, to go deep in this tournament given that they're hosts now, from a sentimental point of view yeah. uh, but I think realistically they were always out of their depth right. uh, better nations uh, I think uh, in the group that they were uh, Australia and New Zealand definitely better than them mm. uh, but they of course registered uh, uh, here's the funny thing mm-hmm. uh, the game they were supposed to win which is uh, versus Sri Lanka they lost yeah. uh, and so that was a bad start to the tournament the game that many people expected them to lose versus New Zealand mm. they actually won they won so you can imagine now they'll be looking back at that Sri Lanka game and they'll be kicking themselves In because anger, they'll yeah. be thinking you know what had we won that game we would have been nailed on to join Australia uh, in the semi-finals of the World Cup. So right now, they're going to have to win uh, and win fairly uh, decently. Uh, Of course, they've got that game left, uh, which is a game they could win, actually, uh, versus Bangladesh. But uh, even Bangladesh has proved to be quite plucky uh, and quite decent. (laughs) So they're going to have to play well. But if they win that game, uh, they could very well, and win it big, by the way, Mm. because of the net run rate. Uh, New Zealand's got a very positive uh, net run rate. uh, and they have a negative. Uh, they've got a positive as well. So they just need to win, in fact. In fact, they, I was looking at Sri Lanka's net run rate. So South Africa just need to beat Bangladesh. Bangladesh, uh, yeah. And they actually qualify for the semi-finals. Mm. Uh, and uh, that will, of course, uh, be... It will, I think, uh, put England uh, in a very healthy place. Because yeah. if England then maintain first place, they'll play they'll South play Africa. South Africa yeah. And I think they'd rather be playing South Africa than Australia. They'll be licking their chops if that, that uh, happens, certainly. And it looks like uh, on the other side, Group 2, it'll be England that'll probably finish top of that group uh, with India coming in in second so that's your update from the world uh, T20 World Cup uh, the women's T20 World Cup to put it correctly uh, it's getting to the business end and we'll keep you appraised as it happens it's being hosted in South Africa who are trying to give themselves a semi-final berth we'll go around the world in 60 next we've got stops like we said earlier Salt Lake City in California Buenos Aires but our first stop is in Delhi Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my tourier's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news.
We take off in Delhi where India triumphed by six wickets inside three days of the second test to retain Border Gavaskar Trophy with a 2-0 lead in the four-match series. In Buenos Aires, Carlos Alcaraz marked his return to action for the first time in four months with a 6-3, 7-5 win over Cameron Norrie in the final of the Argentina Open. In California, John Rahm secured a return to world number one after coming through a thrilling final round tussle with Max Homer to claim a dramatic victory at the Genesis Invitational. Tiger Woods finished tied for 45 on his return to action. And we'll touch down in Salt Lake City where Team Giannis won 184 to 175 in the 2023 NBA All-Star Game against Team LeBron with Boston Celtics Jason Tatum scoring a record-breaking 55 points on his way to winning MVP honors. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. This is the part of the show where you can have your say your way on 0731-168-045. 0731-168-045. The number is strictly messaging. Please don't try and call us on the WhatsApp platform. We are also available on other socials, Twitter, Facebook, at ZFM Sport. Now, earlier today, we posted a poll uh, on our Twitter handle, at ZFM Sport, asking the question, who will be crowned this season? Seasons Premier League champions. You have already heard Alois talking of a spectacular comeback by Manchester United. United fans, do you believe? Are you back in the hunt? City fans, the two of you, do you believe that you can defend your title? <laughs> Arsenal fans, <laughs> after the blips you have suffered over the last couple of weeks, can you recover like you did this past weekend versus Villa and bag what will be your first title in 18 years? Get in touch with us on our WhatsApp platform. Let's go to the results of that poll, Chris. The results are out. Uh, mm-hmm. And I can tell you that Arsenal fans are feeling pretty confident. And yes. I'm sure there are a few neutrals in there uh-huh. because uh, of the votes that were cast. Arsenal, 44% believe that Arsenal will be crowned this season's champions. And then in second place, not City, but United with 30% of the vote. And in third place, with 26% is Man City. Now, had we done this poll three months ago, I don't think Man United would have got even more than 5%. So it's a sign of the confidence that's amongst the Manchester United faithful at the moment, Chris. And a sign in confidence in, I think, Eric Ten Hag and what he's been able to do with that United side. I think we're seeing a more organized United side. We're seeing progression. So that gives um, hope for that. But also, I think this poll is just down to just the sheer number of Manchester United fans in this country. Well, good evening to Baba Mm -hmm. and to Teacher B out in Bonda Mission. And he believes with the confidence that's running high right now uh, in the red half of Manchester. He says, let us call a spade a spade and a spoon a spoon. No team will stop Manchester United for the (laughs) team is on a roller coaster. Uh, I think he needed to say it's on a roll because a roller coaster means it's it's up and down. So please 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 accept a small English lesson from us. Uh, I think it's on a roll. Uh, And then he says, we will be crowned English Premier League champions come end of the season. A sentiment you strongly believe in, Alois? Uh, I feel it. I can actually feel it because I'm looking at the trajectory. So it's hard to not hit. Right now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's combined. They are, they are in the head. Because when I'm looking at the way the other teams are playing, they are, they are going up and down. 
and Manchester United are dropping less points in this maybe this past month and a half. They have dropped points at a lesser rate than the other two. So if this continues, then it's going to be game on. It is going to be game on. It's going to be game yeah. on. United fans, uh, do you share those sentiments? Keep your messages coming in on 0731-168-045. Someone disagrees, says Man City will win the Premier League, Champions League and FA Cup this season. Barry, City, let's confine it, of course, uh, to the English Premier League. Will their experience be brought to bear? Because we saw it in that game versus Arsenal. Arsenal had a Bonzo. Uh, Arsenal played good football Arsenal weaved pretty patterns but when it came to the sheer willpower when it came to just scoring the goals that were needed performing in the big moments uh, it was City in that game will that also be reflected in the rest of the season because there's a just a little over half or is it just a little less than half of it left? there is there's lots of football to be played for sure uh, but uh, I don't think there's enough football for uh, City to uh, be able to go all the way to the to, to take uh, the, 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 the championship here's why uh, and this might sound weird I think that uh, Man City is a team in transition uh, because Pep Guardiola has changed the system of play at uh, Manchester City. It's been a subtle tweak, but it's been tough for the players to to, to adapt to it, uh, especially with the ball. Um, they, 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 they're struggling with the way in which he wants them to play. And so people have seen, we've all seen Bernardo Silva uh, coming up almost as a fullback, but he's not really a fullback. He's like an auxiliary uh, uh, midfielder. So that system is, is, is a little tough to to. to to get you when when it clicks uh, he's going to destroy many teams and it's all to accommodate Haaland so I think this season let's laugh that off next season I think Man City so, so you reckon City is not in it uh, they're in it they're in it no 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 100% but I don't I think their results are going to be patchy enough for them to come second but not necessarily go not necessarily to go so who are you tipping between Arsenal, Arsenal, I think, I think Arsenal and uh, United I think Arsenal, Arsenal you're going with Arsenal and, yeah, I, I think they've got they've got enough uh, of the wind uh, in their in their sails there's enough of a of a team effort my only my only uh, detraction for Man United is that the there is a reliance on Marcus Rashford so should that uh, change for whatever reason whether injury or just the loss of form then it's it starts to change you reckon it, it, it so, may be tough for them yeah. well let's wait and see right now they are on a good streak they're they winning are. games they Rashford seems to be inevitable he is scoring goals one of the most informed strikers uh, right now right up there with Victor Osimhen mm. uh, as possibly uh, the two most informed strikers in, Europe, in yeah. European football sure. at the moment uh, United lost the plot by losing losing to Arsenal I don't think it's losing the pot no. to plot they just lost a game yeah. uh, you can't it just happens. say that's uh, that's losing the plot it happens Arsenal lost to City many people thought that they'd lost the plot but they've bounced back and uh, here they are uh, sitting on top of the Premier League uh, Gushton says uh, United is doing it Rashfordicali yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lovely uh, I love wow. it and he says that Man United uh, is going to win the title Arthur says I think City will win it uh, the Thursday uh, Sunday football will kill United and Arsenal and uh, this is uh, coming down to the sheer amount of football uh, Chris that uh, United is going to be playing we saw it with Liverpool who played every possible game that a club could play last season Uh, and at the end of the season you could tell that Liverpool were literally dragging themselves across the line Mm. and uh, United is going to be forced to do the same thing 
as long as they remain deep in these competitions where they're having to play at least two tough games every week. It's a tough one. And I don't think United has the depth for that kind of situation. I think Liverpool benefit from, from benefited from the fact that they had enough depth in that squad for them to be able to do that. There was a bit of wiggle room. But for United, I think it's definitely, definitely um, a tough one. I'm not sure how they're going to manage those players. Well, let's wrap it up with a message from Mudara Chakwas uh, from Adelaide. Uh, and he says, we sincerely apologise for the glitches that placed Arsenal in second place for two days. <laughs> <laughs> would want to assure all Arsenal fans that the glitch has since been rectified and will not be repeated again as normalcy is back. We want to apologise for any inconvenience caused. And our producer said, here, here. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The Corsolanda Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League, the Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. Before we kick off, uh, it's good evening to Panache. And Panache says, Today is my birthday. I just want Chris to wish me a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Panache. Have anyway, a, I, I hope sing you've had a lovely day. I'm going to sing for him. At least just one line. Say what? Just sing for him. Sing for him? Yes. Guys, this voice is not for singing. Just happy <laughs> birthday no, I, to no, no, you. No, Come on, Chris, I, join I me. I can do a whisper. Happy birthday. Oh Come on, join me. Happy birthday to you. Listen, Panache, not many guys can claim you. that Chris <laughs> sang to them. Okay? Now, you can have that one on you for the rest one of your life. One in a million. One in a million, Panache. That's what you are. Happy birthday, Panache. And thank you so much for tuning in to ZFM Sport. Your Premier League weekend results, Brentford and Crystal Palace. London Derby, one all draw. Fulham with a good result. 1-0 on the road to Brighton. Chelsea, bad result. Beaten at home by Southampton, 1-0. Everton, the renaissance under Daesh continues. They beat Leeds United, 1-0 to climb out of the relegation places and see Leeds United slip into the relegation zone. Bournemouth won for the first time in a very long time, beating Wolves on the road, 1-0. Manchester United, too good for Leicester City. They dodged a few bullets in truth, uh, Alois, uh, in this game. Uh, I think there were two or three really good chances uh, for uh, Leicester City. But De Gea, for me, showing why he's just as important as Marcus Rashford in this team. Yeah, I think, uh, to be honest, I think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the world now. Uh, uh, he's doing well. He's not just this game. But like I said, that in the first 20 minutes, thanks to our name face with the Ataka Pinwa, guys. They were playing like, I said, Leicester playing like Barcelona. They, they were all over Manchester United and he had to make crucial saves I think two or three saves that were very crucial especially the header mm. I thought it was in yeah, yeah, when I, I saw it I thought it was in yeah. but he managed to pair it out so I think he kept Manchester United in it but when it came to the second half it was all over it was all over yeah. in a London derby Tottenham Hotspur beat West Ham United 2-0 and then Liverpool beating Newcastle 2-0 it's a result that not a lot of people would have foreseen Barry uh, Newcastle United uh, one defeat this season that defeats two Liverpool, two Liverpool. Uh, 
their second defeat comes at the hands of Liverpool. And in truth, uh, Liverpool, good value for their money. And their yeah. job was made even easier after Newcastle United went down uh, to 10 men when they were 2 0 down. Yeah, exactly. Their, co- their goalkeeper, of course, Pope, uh, handling the ball outside the box and uh, being shown a straight red. Yes, a result that many would not have seen. Uh, but I think now with uh, the returnees that we can call. Uh, Virgil van Dijk uh, back in defence. The defence looked, uh, looked more solid. It looked more comfortable, uh, both in and out of possession, uh, which was something that we didn't see uh, in, in the few weeks that uh, Virgil van Dijk was out of the team. Uh, the, the midfield had a little more balance uh, and then going forward, there seemed to be a lot more threat. So it was more of a Liverpool-esque performance and uh, the result is was never in doubt if Liverpool plays to their to their level. Well, as a result, uh, Liverpool fans are becoming more and more confident and uh, Donald Muzonda in Venona says, hi guys, thanks for the great show. I'm a Liverpool fan. They're coming out of the woodwork, Chris. He says, uh, <laughs> like my, my top four come game 38, Man City first, United second, Arsenal third. He's got Liverpool in the Champions League places Come in on. fourth. And this is what Get winning in. does to you. It gives <laughs> you confidence. Believe. But it's it possible. It is, yeah, it is, it it is, is possible, possible. But I think it's that Liverpool. We're going to take it one game at a time. <laughs> at a time. Yeah. Uh, also needing to take it one game at a time <laughs> is, is Arsenal. Uh, and uh, they, of course, got back to winning ways. And their defender, Alexander Zichenko, says that they need to believe till the very end as the gunners climb back to the top of the table following a 4-2 win over Aston Villa and City's surprise one or draw away at Nottingham Forest. Let's also hear the thoughts of Arsenal manager Mikel Ateta. Obviously the result is massive for us, especially the way it happened and Andrea has to take some lessons. Uh, the first one in the first half that we did a lot of simple things wrong and the individual level was r- right below the standards that required to, to play in the Premier League at the level that we want to play. But as well we showed a lot of characters, we never lost the temper. Emotionally we really went for it in the second half and don't start to throw toys away and then individually we raise the level so much that we played our game and by far I think we're the better team who deserves to win the game because some of the questions is always can you come back you know in difficult moments when you have to score two or three to win a game which happens especially when defensively we can see two goals I think in in these first two shots but uh, but after all we were really really good see uh, character is, is, is a word that's uh, often uh, misused in sport, Chris. And we hear it a lot, you know, teams showing character, teams needing character. In this game, Arsenal needed character, they showed character. Definitely. I think even just coming into this match, um, Arsenal not a good run of form. And they get into this match, they are, you know not necessarily pinned back but I think Aston Villa for long periods of this game was pretty dominant they managed to get those two goals in and Arsenal I think just from a belief standpoint to come from there to ensure that you win the game I think that's the true test of character and Arsenal showed that they've got it and uh, that's why players like Zizchenko Barry are important because uh, he's a winner Uh, he's won things with Man City and he knows how to navigate his way in difficult spots and in this game he looked like he was the guy who actually galvanised Arsenal 
Arsenal. Important signings for 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 Arsenal. Um, a season removed. Aaron Ramsdale uh, coming into this this the the last couple of windows. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, Alexander Zinchenko, and now Jorginho. Those are winners. Those are those are players who've won stuff. Mm. Apart from Aaron Ramsdale, of course, because, and I say he's important because he's the man between the sticks. But those three are winners. They've won stuff, so they know how to win stuff, and and that's what's I believe what's going to get Arsenal over the line. That's why I'm convinced that they're going to actually run away with the championship. Well, Mr. Mackay, Mr. Mackay shares your sentiments and he says Arsenal will lift the Premier League title, especially with Jesus coming back, with mm. Jesus coming back. Yes, he is, my brother. Amen. Jesus is coming back. <laughs> I like that. Another message here just simply reads Arsenal, Arsenal. And of course, Arsenal are sitting on top of the English Premier League standings. 54 points after 23 games uh, played, they've got a game in hand on a Man City who are sitting in second place on 52 points, uh, having played 24 games, same games that United have played, and they are in third on 49 points. Uh, Tottenham, as a result of that uh, derby victory over the Hammers, are in fourth place on 42. Liverpool in the dizzy heights of eighth place. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and then in the relegation places, West Ham United 18th, Leeds United 19th and Southampton are in 20th. The league that makes football all so beautiful, where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day, where the game is played with a smile, and Real Madrid has Benzema. Karim Benzema has kept his nerve and has given Real Madrid the lead. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport. We are in Spain where Atletico Madrid's Antoine Griezmann says he was pleased to score the winner as this brilliant late goal saw Los Roji Blancos claim a battling 1-0 win at home to Athletic Club to strengthen their grip on fourth place. They are in fourth, 41 points, uh, which is of course, is uh, uh, I think a massive 18 points adrift of Barcelona who are leading the way uh, and 10 points behind Real Madrid uh, who are in second place. But just two points behind Real Sociedad, who are in third. Uh, Alois, uh, Atletico Madrid, they need Champions League football. They can't afford to fall out of the Champions League places. Yeah, they can't they can afford, Mike, especially with the situation at the club. It's, it looks like things are not going well uh, for the club at the moment. And they need to reinforce. They need to actually uh, have their fans believe. Now, if they don't get into the Champions League, it's also going to be difficult for them to recruit. Because the, te- the, the squad needs to be refreshed, to be honest. They need to have that uh, Champions League place so that they can attract players because it's not looking good at the moment for them. Yeah, not looking good uh, at the moment for them, but uh, they are doing what they need to do, which is basically uh, win your big games. And uh, this game uh, versus uh, the Athletic Club, which, uh, listen, just by way of history, was actually formed in Madrid by uh, a group of Basque uh, students, uh, not exactly out, of course, uh, in the Basque region of Spain. They then shifted the club there. 
there. Uh, but that's why if you watched that game between Atletico Madrid and Athletic Club, just by way of tribute, uh, Atletico Madrid decided to wear their away colours uh, at home and uh, permitted Athletic Club to wear the red and the white stripes just to acknowledge uh, a team that I think was uh, celebrating 121 years yesterday in that game. Now, interesting results coming out of Spain. Chris, uh, the one that's catching our eye and has caught the eye of many Zimbabweans uh, is, of course, Real Mallorca doing the business over Villarreal. 4-2, six-goal thriller. Uh, and the reason why it's caught many people's eyes is the biggest Tino Kaduere. Uh, he, of course, uh, scored in that game. And a lot of people saying that he's the first to score in uh, Spanish top-flight football. Uh, but let's make that clear. He's not. <laughs> he's not. Um, and, and let's make it clear. The first person to score in Spanish top flight football is actually Rutendo Makore. Mm-hmm. And she was playing out at, I'm going to remember the name of the club right now in the division. Yes, mm. Uesca. She was playing out there and she managed to score. That was back in 2018. Mm. So the first person to score in Spanish top flight is actually Rutendo Makore. Yeah, and so, so he is the first to score in La Liga. Yes, in La Liga specifically, Tinokadewere is the first to score. All right. Other results, Girona 6 2 over Almeria, Real Sociedad, one or draw over Celta Vigo. Uh, yeah, Barry, you were out of your depth. Oh, you know, you're complaining. <laughs> I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> Listening to it. <laughs> Real Betis beat Real Valladolid 2-1. Real Madrid too good for Osasuna on the road 2-0. Real Madrid, you get the feeling, Alois, they need to win every game just to stay in touch <laughs> with the Barcelona side that keeps on winning. Yeah, Barcelona, Barcelona uh, for me, if, if I want to put my money out, of, I would give them the trophy already. I don't see them uh, losing grip uh, on this one. But uh, for Real Madrid, for them to keep that mathematical chance to, mm. to, to, to win it, they need to win every match going forward right now. And it's an up your task. I don't see it happening. They must just fight for the second position. The real challenge is that uh, Barcelona is not conceding goals. I think mm. they've yeah. conceded only one goal at home yeah. uh, so far. So th- nah, that sort of form? It, the form is too much. It's, 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 it's too much. And I think uh, it's uh, only seven goals conceded conceded in uh, 22 matches which is actually a record in La Liga Uh, it's the best defence that we have seen uh, in La Liga history uh, after 22 matches so they're not conceding if they score they tend to win matches Uh, other results uh, of course Barcelona too good for Cadiz uh, 2-0 Raya Vallecano and Sevilla 1-0 draw and then Elche losing at home to Espanyol 1-0 Barcelona of course leading the way in first place there's action tonight it's Getafe taking on Valencia. The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Morella, and of all the people, of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Dybala slides, 100 goals in Serie A for Paolo Dybala. The Rossoneri, the Red and Black, AC Milan. Rafael The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. And there's a tap in for Danilo. Another late show from Juventus. Tough yet colourful. The best of Italian football on Z. 
just a little over two minutes until the top of the hour and we'll do the rest of your European roundup starting in Italy the Serie A notable results Napoli they continue winning 2-0 over Sassuolo AC Milan they're working their way back to form another workman like victory this time a 1-0 win over Monza Lecce with a surprise victory of the weekend they beat high-flying Atalanta 2-1 and then Juventus 2-0 victors over Spezia Roma 1-0 over Hellas Verona Inter Milan they won 3-1 at home over Udinese Pointers talking about who's challenged for the title because there's only one team in it that's <laughs> Napoli but Barry I want to hear your thoughts of uh, on Juventus because Juventus uh, they're already back up to 7th yep. it would be the comeback of the season if they qualified for the Champions League wouldn't it be? Yeah but who who else would do that? It would be the old lady and so yeah. we've seen her get relegated to do to the third tier and come back and now uh, you know docked 15 points and still she's uh, ratcheted up her skirt and is running the miles and getting getting uh, uh, back into the Champions League places so Juventus is going great guns and all they have to do keep winning their games that's all keep winning their games and of course uh, they've got uh, 16 games to rescue their season and possible Champions League qualification they trail third and fourth placed Roma and AC Milan by the small matter of 12 points. <laughs> but can it be done? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Uh, they can target games against those two teams yes. uh, to do the business. Tonight's action is Torino versus Cremonese. Out in the Bundesliga, Borussia Dortmund crushed Hertha 4-1 to join leaders Bayern Munich at the top of the Bundesliga after the defending champions lost 3-2 to Borussia Mönchengladbach. We mentioned them as a bogey side, Chris. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did uh, the business, yeah. uh, aided by a red card, of course, for Bayern Munich. Yeah, and this is exactly what happens when you come against a bogey side. You tend to lose. Alois, this is what you want in Germany. Uh, yes. Competition, uh, things tight. Uh, and I think we've got uh, just the small matter of, what is it, 13 games. Uh, Borussia Dortmund are hanging in there. Yeah, I, I hope they do because honestly speaking, I don't think Bayern are at the best at their best uh, in uh, in a few years now. I, I think uh, this is not the Bayern that we used to see mm. the machine that we used to see. So Borussia Dortmund need to take it. This is the opportunity. You know, they need to keep or, it tight. Keep it tight. Berlin? Or yes. Union Berlin as well. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, but I, because they've got yeah. to go 43 points as well. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think this is the chance for, for Dortmund. Yeah, absolutely. Well, unfortunately, time is always an enemy on the show. Uh, but I'll squeeze in one message here. It's from Mukoma John Kani. Uh, and he says, uh, <laughs> Liverpool used 17 minutes to defeat Newcastle and used the remaining 73 to train for Real Madrid. Champions League is back tomorrow. And of course, Liverpool take on Real Madrid at Anfield. We'll be building up to that game and others on the show. We'll also give you a dose of French football where Leo Messi scored a majestic winner for PSG. Yeah, my God, it's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandé, out.
is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundell, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.